Good afternoon and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll have details on yesterday's Assiniboine Community College announcement. Also, Glendalee Allen-Vossler talks with G3's Corporate Communications Specialist, Peter Chura. And up first in today's country comment, we'll get an update on the province's winter wheat crop. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Joining us now is Doug Martin with the Manitoba Crop Alliance to give us an update on the province's winter wheat crop. From what I'd see uh, in our area here, it's looking not too bad. Um, you know, I guess when the part of the equation is having a good snow cover, and we certainly had that this year, and it was, uh, you know, we didn't have any melts or any uh, rain events, I guess, in that March early, you know, uh, time frame and uh so overall i i think it's uh it's looking good uh the flooding now will maybe take some of the some tolls on it but it, you know in general we get flooding every year and it seems it's dormant and seems to seems to recover from the flooding so uh so time will tell i guess we had a, a bit of a cold snap uh, i guess a few weeks ago um do you expect any any damage from that or no i, I like uh manitoba has a I guess soil soil probes or soil temperature probes in uh, I think four winter wheat fields in Manitoba, so they all uh, seem to be staying right around that zero. They weren't uh, going really cold, uh, even without you know the snow had melted off. So there was some uh, I guess some warmth in that soil, and I think uh, most of the soil temperatures I might have got to minus one, so nothing too severe. So I, I think that uh, didn't do a lot of damage and. More concern right now about water, ponding, that type of thing. After the uh, you know the drought last year, um, soil moisture is how's that looking heading into this year? We are way ahead of last year, that's for sure. You know, even last fall, you know, we we put our winter wheat in and we had uh, you know fairly showery fall, and yeah, it, it, that really helped it come along. And it was a long fall too, so it extended into the growing season, kind of extended into November, and we had really good growth on the winter wheat and that's part of the equation too is when you get uh good growth and uh you get a strong large plant it's able to withstand a lot more um, diverse or, or you know a lot more issues than uh say a, a smaller plant with only three leaves and a tiller you know sort of thing so we had a good healthy plant going into the winter which helps too. With uh, the warmer temperatures here this week, um, are you expecting that'll um, help the the fields get going there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we haven't had much warm temperatures, you know, here. So it's it's uh, you know it's, it's just sort of sitting still. I I did go in the field where I could possibly walk uh, last week, and there was a bit of green starting to show underneath. But I can just I'm looking across my yard here, and I see the field looks a little greener today. So uh, I think we'll see uh, with uh, with the uh, uh, warmer temperatures, we're going to see it greening up for sure. That was Doug Martin with the Manitoba Crop Alliance updating us on the province's winter wheat crop. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Assiniboine Community College and Roquette, with support from Protein Industries Canada, are collaborating to develop and deliver chemical engineering technology diploma and food science diploma programs. These are the first programs of their kind in Manitoba, with the Food Science Diploma being the first on the prairies. Michelle Finley is Communications and Public Affairs Manager with Roquette. There's never been a more perfect time for the new chemical technology and food science diploma programs to be developed and launched. 
The Canadian prairies are at the cusp of achieving critical mass for food production, specifically in the booming plant-based protein sector. But as companies like Roquette continue to build our at-home Canada-based food processing capacity through projects like the Portage Pea Protein Plant, a shortage of workers with the skills we need to produce safe, nutritious food continues to be a challenge. The new three-year diploma programs will reflect ACC's indigenization strategy by partnering with Indigenous processors, communities, elders, and knowledge keepers. The diploma programs will also be an integral part of the college's planned expansion of agriculture training that will live in the Prairie Innovation Centre for Sustainable Agriculture. And normally, Manitoba farmers would be busy planting corn at this time. Morgan Cott is an agronomist with the Manitoba Crop Alliance. We're not quite as in bad shape as I think most people might expect, just because once we do get on the ground, um, corn's probably going to be one of the first things to go in because it needs such a long season, obviously. So we'll want to get that in really quick. But as long as the ground's warm, it should pop up pretty quickly. And, and typically, if we aren't planting until the first week of May, or even if it's earlier in some cases, the ground's not quite warm enough anyway. So it takes, you know, three weeks to emerge um, and sometimes even germinate. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Thursday, May 5th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, Glendalee Allen Vossler talks with G3's corporate communications specialist, Peter Chura. Work is underway on two new high throughput grain facilities for G3. Glendalee Allen Vossler talked with G3's corporate communications specialist, Peter Chura. Peter, today we want to focus in on the facilities that G3 is building in Melford, Saskatchewan and Rycroft, Alberta. Let's start with Melford and tell us about the plans there. Well, it's a great site, uh, Glendalee. It's uh, just west of the city of Melford on Highway 41. It's got great road access from highways six and three and the grain catchment area just has so much potential uh, for for us to extend our, our business model and our value proposition to the farmers in those areas let them know that they can sell the grain to us that it's going to be marketed quickly and efficiently with uh, getting uh, great service and a fair price from us so we're really looking forward to to being in business in the area we uh, it's going to be uh, 2023, summer 2023, we think that uh, the facility will be open. But already we have a general manager in place and he'll be assembling his his, uh, staff pretty soon and start forward contracting with producers in the area. Now, tell us about the the actual fundamentals of of the facility as far as capacity, unload time, etc. Well, this facility is very similar to the, the network of other high efficiency uh, grain facilities we've built across the prairies in Western Canada. Uh, it has a capacity of 42,000 tons. It has a loop track design that allows us to bring the train right in off the CN main line, keep it moving around the track. It gets loaded in continuous motion and on its way right away to G3 Terminal Vancouver on the West Coast. So that's really speeding up the flow of grain to market, which opens up more delivery opportunities for farmers in the area. And we have in our drive shed the same capacities in our other facilities to empty out uh, an entire Super B truck in less than five minutes. You don't have to move it around or shift uh, shift its location. So we get farmers in and out with their vehicles much more quickly. They can carry on with the day, get time for another load. Uh, So we're really looking forward to bringing that business model to the Melford area and the arm of Flat Springs. Now, how many facilities does G3 have presently, I guess? 
Well, currently we have 17 grain elevators across the prairies, and we have two more under construction. Of course, the one in Melfort we're talking about, and another in uh, Rycroft in the Peace River region of Alberta. We also have just in 2020 opened that brand new state-of-the-art grain export facility in Vancouver, G3 Terminal Vancouver, and it has been uh, going gangbusters there, uh, breaking records for unloading trains quickly and loading ships quickly and keeping the grain moving to market. We also have uh, facilities in eastern Canada. There's uh, port terminals in Thunder Bay, in Hamilton, in Trois-Rivières, Quebec, and in Quebec City. The Rycroft facility, when do you expect that one to open? Uh, The construction schedules are very similar for both Melford and Rycroft. The uh, groundwork is happening now, and we expect to be pouring the concrete uh, in the spring and taking in the harvest from 2023. Does it differ in any way from the Melford one? Uh, no, very similar. Uh, okay. Similar capacity, 42,000 tons, same same loop track uh, design, uh, hooked into the same network that is moving grain faster than ever. We expect to be bringing in the 2023 harvest at both the new Melford and Rycroft facilities. That's Peter Tura, the Corporate Communications Specialist with G3. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Mossler. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada has established an e-commerce resource hub where Canadian agri-food companies can access resources to take advantage of global opportunities to sell products online. The sessions wrap up June 6th. Each week covers a different topic. You can register on the Manitoba Agriculture website. And the 2022 Spring Farmers Market Coordinator Gathering is planned for May 13th in Winnipeg. The gathering will include workshops, lunch, solution mill, as well as time to connect with fellow coordinators. Get all the details with Direct Farm Manitoba. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Thursday afternoon. Assiniboine Community College and Roquette, with support from Protein Industries Canada, are collaborating to develop and deliver chemical engineering technology diploma and food science diploma programs. These are the first programs of their kind in Manitoba, with the food science diploma being the first on the prairies. Brent Wenikis is with Protein Industries Canada. Today we are announcing a collaboration between Assiniboine Community College and Roquette with a co-investment from Protein Industries Canada into developing and delivering new three-year diploma programs uh, in chemical engineering technology and food science. This partnership will fill a critical gap in skills and training opportunities for students and future workers in the agri-food sector in Manitoba and beyond. Good things happen when you have an industry partner, uh, an industry leader like Roquette partnering with a college that has a dedicated collaboration space for agriculture-related training. And these programs will lead to highly skilled workers ready and able to enter the workforce and drive the growth of Canada's exciting plant protein sector. A sector that's poised to contribute $25 billion per year to Canada's economy and create 17,000 new jobs by 2035. As Canada works to reach those targets, the demand for Canada's plant-based food and ingredient production will see significant growth. And in order for this country's burgeoning plant-based food and ingredient ecosystem to become a key driver of Canada's economy, it needs a talented workforce to serve the needs of its most innovative companies. And that is what this project represents. With the support of Roquette and a network of collaborators, college will not just be helping to address evolving education and training needs, it will be attracting new talent to the sector. As a parent of two daughters, 
And as someone with both a university and college education, I admire their partner's commitment to education for the next generation. So on behalf of Protein Industries Canada, I'd like to thank the Minister of Innovation, Science and Economic Development, Francois-Philippe Champagne, and the Government of Canada for their confidence and continuous support. In the recent federal budget, the government announced a further investment of $750 million into the global innovation clusters, of which PIC is one. This commitment to innovation is a driving force behind our strategic, strategic efforts sorry, to grow Canada's plant-based food and ingredient sector, 25 billion by 2035. And finally, I'd also uh, like to congratulate the Cinnabonian Community College and Roquette on this fantastic project. And a special congratulations to the college for adding two more programs to their roster at the Prairie Innovation Center for Sustainable Agriculture. Michelle Finley is Communications and Public Affairs Manager with Roquette. I'd like to thank Pick and Assiniboine College for the opportunity to be here today to announce this exciting partnership. When Assiniboine College initially approached Roquette to gauge our interest in joining with them to create these two new diploma programs, we went from zero to 100% in less than a second. Uh, there's never been a more perfect time for the new chemical technology and food science diploma programs to be developed and launched. The Canadian prairies are at the cusp of achieving critical mass for food production, specifically in the booming plant-based protein sector. But as companies like Roquette continue to build our at-home, Canada-based food processing capacity through projects like the Portage Pea Protein Plant, a shortage of workers with the skills we need to produce safe, um, nutritious food continues to be a challenge. Consumer demand for these plant-based protein for plant-based protein is accelerating at an incredible rate. And for companies like Roquette, having access to a skilled pool of workers is critical to meeting market demand. The graduates of Assiniboine's two new programs will be highly employable, and I'm certain they'll find themselves in high demand with multiple communities and businesses to choose from as they start their careers. Dr. Deanna Rex is Vice President of Academic at ACC. A sincere thank you uh, to each of our valued partners joining us here today. Um, It's an exciting announcement um, for those of us involved in program development. This project is a shining example of the critical work we do at Assiniboine, undertaking outreach and engagement with business and industry to support economic growth. Working together in close partnership, such as today, every day Assiniboine supports the development of workforce training that meets the future strategic needs of a changing world. The food industry is undergoing a fundamental transformation Over the past four years, Protein Industries Canada has made significant progress in building out Canada's plant-based food, feed, and ingredient ecosystem that will significantly contribute to Canada's economy. Our province recognizes agriculture as an economic driver and an opportunity for growth, creating strategies such as the Manitoba Protein Advantage to attract investment and spur growth as well. Companies, including our partner Roquette, fueling investment, expansion, and agricultural diversification at the farm gate level. We're proud to partner to address the need for skilled labor through our industry academia partnership. This co-investment being announced today directly supports, as you've heard, two new three-year diploma programs, chemical engineering technology and food science technology. These new programs will be at the cutting edge of meeting the emerging needs of business and industry and the future going forward. 
That was Dr. Deanna Rex, Vice President of Academic at ACC. Assiniboine Community College and Roquette with support from Protein Industries Canada are collaborating to develop and deliver chemical engineering technology diploma and food science diploma programs. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. With the warmer temperatures, farmers will be getting prepared for spring seeding. Morgan Cott is an agronomist with the Manitoba Crop Alliance. She talked about sunflowers. We're still okay for sunflowers. They tend to get planted a little bit later. It just depends where they fall in a, a producer's lineup, but really with, with the rush that they're going to be in this year. So you want to get them in reasonably early and in our area, they'd want to probably be in by mid-May. Some guys do tend to push it the further east or west you may go, or north, of course, um, and that's going to fall in the later half of May. And I think that's mostly just for, for temperatures and for quick, quick germination, but it's another long-season crop, so we need lots of time. And Assiniboine Community College and Roquette, with support from Protein Industries Canada, are collaborating to develop and deliver a chemical engineering technology diploma and food science diploma programs. These are the first programs of their kind in Manitoba, with the food science diploma being the first on the prairies. Dr. Deanna Rex is vice president of academic at ACC. This project is a shining example of the critical work we do at Assiniboine, undertaking outreach and engagement with business and industry to support economic growth. Working together in close partnership, such as today, every day Assiniboine supports the development of workforce training that meets the future strategic needs of a changing world. The new three-year diploma programs will reflect ACC's indigenization strategy by partnering with Indigenous processors, communities, elders, and knowledge keepers. The diploma programs will also be an integral part of the college's planned expansion of agriculture training that will live in the Prairie Innovation Centre for Sustainable Agriculture. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email the farm desk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show... We'll have details on Stats Canada's stocks report. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.